this is our 53rd Missions Emphasis Month. Since last year, due to the COVID-19 virus, we lost many opportunities such as to gather in church for worship and other activities such, such as having fellowship together. Some of us also experienced loss of health, some loss of business, some loss of job, and many are deprived of opportunity to meet friends, to visit loved ones, and travel for vacations. These are just a few realities. Besides, the pandemic became global concern that caused many inconveniences, worries, and uncertainties. We really don't know when this will end. We also do know, on the other hand, that doctors and scientists are in the urgency to control this pandemic. Yet with this situation, the worst reality is not only for people dying due to COVID, but people who are dying alone, psychologically and emotionally in pain, without the care and presence of their loved ones as they are being confined in the hospital bed. And the saddest reality are people dying without hope. They die without Christ, and that's the most fearful and miserable part in the life of a person. Yes, those who depart this life without Christ are the most miserable people because they are without hope for eternity. We have been told, as written in the Bible, that since creation has been corrupted and destroyed by sin, suffering and death came as a consequence. However, since God is love, His mission is to redeem and restore creation into a new creation through the sacrificial death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the coming new creation, the new heaven and the new earth, there will be no more sin, no more sufferings, no more tears, no more pain, no more death. And we, as UECP family and Christ followers, we are committed to be instrument for the Lord's purpose and missions. And this month of June, as it is our 53rd Missions Month emphasis with the theme, Fulfilling the Great Commission in Our Time, as set forth in Matthew 28, 18-20, it says that Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Today we look into Christ's power, all authority, in verse 18. Next Sunday, our topic is Christ's program, or the scope of the Great Commission to all nations, to all people groups, 
and disciple those who believe in verse 19. And with Christ's promise to be with us always in verse 20 will be our topic on June 20. And on June 27, a challenge for us to be involved by praying, investing, investing and by going in fulfilling the Great Commission. Now, brethren, the Great Commission is to proclaim Christ and disciple those who believe because to become faithful and committed followers of Christ who will in turn make disciples. We proclaim Christ because He is the only hope for man of mankind for the gospel of Christ is the power of God for salvation to all who believes. And to fulfill the Great Commission comes by the authority of our risen Lord Jesus. This is our topic for this morning, Christ's authority in which the Great Commission is grounded as written in verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now, the word all implies the whole creation in heaven and on earth, in which Jesus has been given the authority, the right and power to rule all creation. Maybe we have wondered why this authority given to Jesus. Isn't Jesus God's Son? the second Godhead of the Trinity? Actually, the answer is found in Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 to 8. It says, Although Jesus, being in the very nature God, yet he did not count himself equal as God, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, born in the likeness of men, and he humbled himself, by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Now, when Jesus was hung on the cross, he was abandoned by the Father as a payment for our sin. Jesus gave up his divinity at the cross to become the only mediator between a holy God and sinners in order to redeem mankind from sin as the sacrificial lamb of God. Now, after Jesus completed his sacrificial work at the cross for the payment of our seed, the Father raised Jesus from the dead as a proof that qualified his son's sacrifice as accepted and perfect to pay for the penalty of sin. This also implies that the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus at the cross has conquered the power of sin and death forever, wherein Jesus lives and reigns forevermore. And this is actually also true with those whose lives are in Christ Jesus and who had trusted Jesus as their personal Savior through repentance of sin. Now, after our Lord Jesus' resurrection from the dead, the Father honors His Son and ascribes to Him 
all authority in heaven and on earth to become the head of a new creation of humanity. As in 2 Corinthians 5.17 reveals, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Therefore, with this, we can fully put our hope, our trust, and confidence in our Lord Jesus Christ. For there is no power in heaven or on earth or under the earth that has not been placed under His supreme authority. For at the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, friends, Jesus has absolute authority over every power in heaven and on earth. Even demonic power submits to Him, submits to His authority. And indeed, one day every knee will bow and surrender to His authority. Jesus has authority over all creation, over every spiritual power and dominion, and therefore can commission His disciples and empower them to accomplish the purpose and mission of God. All authority in heaven and on earth speaks of the course of history in His power and righteousness. It speaks of His sovereignty over all creation. So with such greatness, with all power and authority in heaven and on earth, yet our Lord Jesus, on the other hand, is very personal in dealing and in commissioning His disciples. Our Lord is full of loving kindness and compassion, though He is the Lord of all. In verse 18, it tells us, Then Jesus came. Then Jesus came. He came. He made and initiated the first move to show Himself to His disciples that He is alive, that He indeed resurrected from the dead. And before our Lord Jesus ascended to heaven, He first showed us what He can do for His followers, for His disciples. Now in Acts chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, it tells us that Jesus presented Himself alive to His disciples, appearing to them in various occasions for a period of 40 days and speak to them about the kingdom of God. And within these 40 days, Jesus, our Lord Jesus, showed Himself alive in different occasions, not only to His disciples, but to more than 500 believers as well. And we can see later He commissioned His disciples as, and assured them with this good news that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said. And the mission Jesus was about to give is actually based entirely on His authority. The resurrection of Jesus is an assurance 
to the disciples to do the task with the Lord's empowerment as they have seen the Lord overcome the power of death. Within that period of 40 days, Jesus spent time teaching about the kingdom of God, strengthening them, appearing to them in several occasions, proving His power and authority in any situation, with any need and concern, and has the authority over all creation. Now, do you remember after the resurrection morning, after Jesus resurrected from the dead, Jesus came. He came. He appeared to Mary, showing himself alive as Mary was weeping because Jesus' body was no longer in the tomb. Likewise, Jesus also came. He suddenly appeared and joined the two disciples on the road to Emmaus and explained the scriptures to them, enlightening their confused minds and downcast spirits. Then we can also see in John chapter 20, verse 19, Jesus came and appeared in the midst of his disciples and eased their fears. And in verse 26, Jesus also came and appeared and showed his hands and side, telling Thomas not to doubt anymore. Jesus came likewise and served breakfast for his disciples who were facing at that time. Now, here we can see before Jesus ascended to heaven, he commissioned his disciples to do an enormous task, actually humanly impossible, to go and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. That is quite enormous and impossible humanly. And yet we can see Jesus first here prove himself to them that he is alive and he can be trusted. We can see Jesus came and ministered to them, talked to them, encouraged them, strengthened them, assured them of his presence, and proved his sovereignty by the huge cuts of fish, though the disciples cut nothing all night. And it is also written in John chapter 20, verse 30. It is written that Jesus did many other miraculous signs. This is what our Lord had done to his disciples, who are depressed, who are in great fear, who are grieving, who are doubtful like Thomas, and others' disciples who are tired, who are downcast and confused. And we can see Jesus came. He then came to them, who is, who is all-knowing, who is all-present, and our all-powerful Savior. Nothing is hidden before Him, and nothing is impossible with Him. You see, though our Lord Jesus was forsaken by His disciples, denied by Peter, and doubted by Thomas. Yet when Jesus came to them, he did not rebuke them, or criticize them, or condemn, or reprimand them for their denial, for their unfaithfulness and failures. But instead, Jesus gently ministered to them, meets their various needs, strengthened them, and encouraged them. This is how our risen Lord 
took care of his people. And he likewise took care of us that way. Our Lord never changes. His love and compassion never fails. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, we can surrender our fears. We can surrender our burdens and difficulties and fully trust in Him. Because when we truly seek Him, we will find Him. When you fully depend on Him, you will never be disappointed. When you call to Him, He will answer you. When you repent and confess your sins, He promised to cleanse you and forgive your sins. When you trust in Him and put your faith in Him, our Lord Jesus will save you and guide you. Our Lord deals with His people with compassion and promise to be with us always. And it is the mission of God that all may come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ for, for the salvation through repentance of sin by receiving Jesus as Savior and Lord. And every time the gospel is being preached that leads a sinner to repentance by believing in Jesus, angels in heaven rejoices, and there will be one less soul going to hell. Again, whenever a sinner repents and trusts in the Lord Jesus Christ, angels in heaven rejoices, and there will be one less soul going to hell. Brothers and sisters in Christ, according to the theologian A.W. Tozer, the Lord Jesus Christ knows the worst about you. Nonetheless, He is the one who loves you the most. Our Lord has proven to us that He can be trusted and even gave His life for us. He can save sinners. He is faithful. He knows everything about us, our thoughts, our intent, our struggles, our needs. And He has the power and authority to protect us, to guide us, to forgive us, to heal us, to empower us, because we are His children. We are His people. And praise the Lord that our Lord Jesus is in control. He is in control and sustaining this universe. He has the power and authority over all creation, whether physical or spiritual, whether in heaven or in earth. Therefore, in the midst of this pandemic that we are going through, we should the more proclaim our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the hearts of many are captured with fear, with anxiety, with pains and uncertainties. Jesus gave us a mission of hope and salvation to the lost. As Jesus' followers, He also gave us the power of the Holy Spirit in us to carry out the mission. A mission based and grounded on His authority. The one who came from heaven, died and resurrected from the dead. And, and we, as we are empowered by His presence, we go proclaim our hope and victory 
in our Lord Jesus Christ to every tongue and nation. For the Great Commission is a glorious commission because the gospel brings hope and eternal life to all who believe. Therefore, we pray and invest for the Great Commission. For our investment for the Great Commission is an eternal investment. It cannot be taken away. It cannot be stolen. It will last for eternity. Therefore, we should go, proclaim the gospel, and make disciples in obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ, who lived and died for our salvation. May God continue to bless you. May His grace and mercy continue to abound in us, even as UECP family, as we obey and do the great commission that He has entrusted us. Amen.